Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Redefine Your Life podcast, where we will talk about navigating the human experience supernaturally. I'm Julia. And I'm Faith, and we will be discussing how balancing our physical and metaphysical realities can bring more fun, joy, and abundance into your everyday life. Namaste. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Redivine Your Life with Faith and Julia. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for joining us and tagging along with us for this adventure, and we love having you here. So without further ado, today's episode, we're going to be talking about a beautiful thing called patience. <laughs> yeah, so today I wanted to start by um, just telling you guys, it has been one crazy week for me, but in every week of my life, I feel like I learned something valuable from the craziness. So that's why I would like to share a quick story with you just about my week and what made me realize that I need to work on my patience a little bit. Um, I was driving, I was trying to get to a certain place and I could tell I was rushing because I missed my turn, not once, but twice. And I, you know, was getting so frustrated and getting so flustered and it just led to me having like such an overwhelmed feeling, you know, just like, Oh my God, like I'm never going to make it to where I'm trying to get to on time. And I realized I like need to be more patient with my driving and how unsafe it is to not be patient. Like when you're doing stuff like that. And another example, I was looking for, um, something I was looking for my iPad and I kept walking through the house, looking for it, looking for it. I'm like, it's here. I know it's here. Like, where is it though? I can't find it. I'm like, it's not in this room. And I walked into the room that it was in thinking it was not in there and had already decided in my mind that it was not there. And I ended up just rushing around, looking for it, looking for it. And I was actually just looking right over it. It was right in front of my face. And when I took a moment to just stop and take a breath and just think about it for a second, where could it be? You know? let me think about this for a second. I realized it was in one of my bags. So that's why I didn't see it in plain sight, which was blending into something else. So I ended <laughs> up walking back into the room, picking it up and it was right in front of my face the entire time. But both of those situations led me to realize that in rushing through my life and in rushing through some of these situations, not only are some of them unsafe to rush through like things like driving, but they also wasted time like rushing actually wasted my time. And when I took that second to just chill and just take a breath, I found the thing I needed to, I made the right turn. You know, I did the things that I had initially wanted to do. So, you know, how crazy our brains can kind of get when we rush. And um, yeah, so those are the kind of things that I felt like made me realize that I need to work on my patients. And then I also realized that if I was rushing through things, that I was in this mindset of accomplish and get it done and almost like anxiety mindset. And we know that when we have anxiety, it's because we're predicting things in the future and we're having, you know, excitement sometimes because anxiety can be, can come in the form of excitement and it can come in the form of, um, you know, nervousness and stuff like that, but really it's just extra energy about something and you need to figure out how to be present in that and redirect it to a positive way. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm really glad that you brought up like the ties with anxiety in patients in particular, because in most of my experiences that I have seen, I know my patience is directly tied to anxiety. And I know that my husband's is the same way. And there was actually like two weekends ago, we went out to Dave and Buster's for the first time. And we were both really excited to go because it's adult Chuck E. Cheese. Of course you want to go to Dave and Buster's. So we were super excited and we got there and there were way too many people in that building and it was super crowded. And I noticed my husband and I both starting to get kind of anxious and we both tend to do the same thing, which is we'll start talking really fast. We'll start like picking at our hands and we'll just like keep looking around really crazy. And we just were not having a good time. And it was directly patience and anxiety. The two are completely related. And if you can just bring yourself to a center space of calm and breathing, it will fix the situations. They go hand in hand. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And sometimes I think too, when you're rushing and it it causes more anxiety Yeah, because you then you end up making mistakes and you end up thinking, you know, that, you know, this is going to fix it. And at the end of the day, like the thing that's actually going to help you is to take that second and just breathe and come back to the present moment and try to ground yourself because I feel Mm -hmm. like grounding is also, one of those things that we can kind of bring ourselves and remind ourselves of the importance of, because when you feel grounded in the present moment, then you don't have as much of that anxiety. So you can move from a place of center and carry on your activities from a place, a grounded centered place, which is more effective in productive instead of being scatterbrained and rushed and non-attentive. Yeah, exactly. And that's what um, even my husband with not being a spiritual person and me being a spiritual person, we have different techniques for it. So with him, when I notice that he starts getting really impatient and frustrated and jittery, I'll just look at him and I'll be like, remember the breathing that I taught you, you know, work on it, breathe in four seconds and do the magical circle. We can talk about that another time. But for me, I'll just go to my happy place and I take myself to that place in the woods where I feel safe and I feel grounded. And that's how I fix my situation. Yeah. Sometimes I have to remind myself like in the situation with the iPad, I like paused my life for a second. I was like, Hey, let me just like take out my little mental remote and pause, ask myself, um, why am I rushing? Um, because I think I need this thing right now. Do I really need it right this very second? I mean, yes, I need it, but I'm not going to die if I don't get it this very second. So I can take a moment to breathe and think about where it might be and have that moment of relax and bring myself back to the present moment to then make a plan and see, okay, I can look in these other couple of places and start to think more realistic and more rationally and more clearly because Mm -hmm. taking that moment allowed for me to clear my brain to think about where it actually was. And then I remembered, oh, it's, I put it in that bag. That's right. And then, okay, where did I put that bag? Oh, I put that bag on the couch when I came inside. Oh, it's right here on the couch. Of course. And then I took that extra second at the end and I was like, okay, well, what can I learn from this moment that I just had this, you know, whirlwind of emotions, you know, starting from like panic to frustration, to just overwhelm, to just, you know, anxiety, you know, about not finding it and then realizing that it was right there. So I'm like, okay, well, first I laughed it off. Cause I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, it's right here. Of course. 
And then I kind of like, was like, oh my God, of course it's right here in front of my face. You know, I'm rushing around thinking I already know where it is. And I think that was one of my biggest mistakes was coming into it, like thinking I already knew I walked into the one room thinking I knew it wasn't there. And because of that, because I came in thinking I already knew the answer, I was not able to actually see what was right in front of me. It blocked my mind, right? Like it was such a mistake to think that, to think that I already knew what was going to happen, where it was, or that in my mind, I had determined that something was to be the truth. And because of that, I wasn't able to see what was actually right in front of me. I wasn't able to think about, you know, logically, like, where would this be? It couldn't have just walked and walked away. You know, it's here somewhere. So if I know rationally it's here somewhere, then I need to chill out my irrational mind and my impatience and come back to now and take that moment for myself. And I was really glad that I did. And I felt like that was something important to share because, you know, so many times we think we get caught up in our to-do list and I feel that because trust me, like this week has been so busy. I started work, so I had to do like orientation and in between orientation, I'm in school. So I'm also taking tests and studying and trying to feed myself and, you know, do those basic human things and realizing that if I rush through each and every one of those things, then I'm not going to feel very good at the end of the day because I might feel like I've accomplished a lot on my to-do list, but I'm going to start to disconnect and get into like a autopilot type mindset. And we know when we're in autopilot, it's as if we think we already know, and we're in this auto zone and we miss things. We miss little moments along the way. And we miss out on other different opportunities potentially as well, because we have our head in such a tunnel vision and the focus point and stuff like that. So Yeah. I think it's very important to take that advice that you just said, like you do not walk into a situation thinking that you already know the answer. I feel like that is just setting yourself up for failure and that's unacceptable. If you can remember to just take that moment to pause and remember the breathing exercises, remember the grounding, like it's very hard to do in the moment when you feel that panic. But if you can remember to do that, take that with you throughout your life because that is going to help tremendously. Oh, exactly. Well, exactly what you just said. I mean, we all, we all probably know what we're talking about right now. We can, we all understand it. We all mm-hmm. know it. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, duh, you know, but it's the application. It's actually mm-hmm. doing it. It's being in a rushed moment and recognizing that you're rushing, recognizing that you're in a hyper adrenaline type state and recognizing it and then taking the action steps to bring yourself to a more grounded place so that you can move forward from that grounded place instead of letting the the rushed anxiety follow you because that's kind of what it did too my day started in a kind of rushed way i had to rush off to go take pictures for my job and get a photo id so i felt rushed from the beginning of the day and i never took that moment to kind of calm myself until i got home and sure by that point i was probably like could be seen as like too late, but really it wasn't. It it led the rest of my night to be very peaceful. And like, there's, it, there's never like a too late moment to ground yourself. There's always yeah. an appropriate time, you know, to ground yourself. And that I think is very important to remember that we get caught up and the important thing isn't to like, be like, Oh, duh. Well, I suck at that. Like whatever, you know, it's like, no, I suck at that. So I should work on that. <laughs> exactly. Understand that there are things that you can fix in your life and having patience and having anxiety is considered mindset work. That's something that you can fix something that you can work on and grow with. 
So let's give them some tips on what they can do to work on this and what I guess what I do to work on this. So starting with the, um, the driving thing, I realized like, oh my gosh, I'm driving. I took the deep breath. So the deep breath is always something, you know, pausing and taking a deep breath because when your breath is relaxed, when you have, um, a relaxed breathing, you can't have neurological anxiety. The nervous system and the mind are connected. So if you're having anxiety mentally and you start to breathe calmly, your mind will start to calm as well because your mind and your body are that connected. Like you can't have calm breathing and an anxious mind. So continue to do that with that like slow breathing until you feel your mind start to slow down as well. Some people say that they start to hyperventilate when they do this. And it's like, well, that's the opposite of the point because now you are <laughs> hyper, you're hypering your physical state. So your mind is going to follow suit. So that's the same thing. If you notice that your body is kind of in an adrenaline an adrenal type state, and that's when you need to take that moment to then breathe and do one of these things to ground yourself. So breathing, I guess is the first tip, but we probably already know that as well. So, you know, maybe look into the, the eight, seven, four breathing techniques and maybe just even look up YouTube, different types of breathing techniques and see, experiment a little bit with them and see what kind of works for you and try to practice some of those. Cause that's what I've been trying to do is bring in new, more, um, kind of upgrade my breathing techniques by trying new things and seeing when new things work and when they don't and what works for you. And then I think the next one you wanted to talk about. Yes. So actually something that I have noticed has helped my husband a lot with his patience is helping me in the kitchen and helping me cook. Sometimes you can't just keep stirring the pot. Sometimes you got to let it sit and that's okay because I've watched him burn a few things, but in burning those things, he's learning that patience, how long to sit and wait and watch. Mm -hmm. So I think that cooking is a wonderful skill. Yeah. And like, you can't watch a pot boil. Like you have to just patiently wait for it to boil, you know, like exactly just different things. Yeah. So, so cooking and realizing how you cook. And then you can also, that's a great time to practice. That's a great way of practicing patience by, you know, not only are you feeding yourself and you're putting in a nutritious meal for yourself or maybe for a loved one and you're practicing being attentive and in the present moment with your food so that you don't burn it. And then you don't undercook mm -hmm. it. You don't stir it too much. You know, you're, you're at, you're practicing that active presence to in, in doing something. So that's kind of like a thing that you could do to try to practice your patience. Yeah. And another thing is that if you work in a high stress environment where you can have headphones in, the only thing that saves my life some days when I am working and I am super stressed out and I am running and running and running is having headphones and being able to listen to music. I will put on Mac Miller every single time that I'm feeling stressed out because when I listen to his voice, it calms me down and it's a natural trigger for me to like take a step back. Mm -hmm. look at the okay, situation so for what it is and does my mindset of being stressed out right now serve me mm -hmm. no it doesn't so what I'm going to do to fix that is take that breath and calm down mm -hmm. and and I love that you said you take a step away so when you realize you're in that moment like take a step back from the situation maybe go for a walk maybe put on some music or just a song or something that it is a meditation, you could put on yes. a guided meditation to help get you in that moment. Even if you like start in like a really anxiety mindset and you just, you, it decreases it even just a little bit, 
is beneficial, right? Like even bringing that anxiety down just a little bit, it's probably going to take, if you're like in a really high, strong, rushed mindset, it's probably going to take many interventions to get you down to a grounded place. And it's also going to take a lot of practice. So that's why we're making an emphasis on the importance of practicing these different types of things so that when you're in high, strong situations, you can start to condition yourself to take healthier coping mechanisms and healthier ways to manage when you're feeling anxiety from being rushed or from any type of situation where you're feeling rushed. I like the pause too. The pause is a great method. And I guess just having, having the mindset around your awareness to your environment and recognizing when you've been dissociating from your timeline, maybe, or when you've kind of been going through the motions or just going on autopilot and realizing that it's an opportunity when you realize that to take action towards making yourself more actively present, working with yourself to be more actively grounded. Because really, like we said, patience is about living in the now and the best way to feel in the now is by doing activities to ground yourself. So maybe that's a bath for you, you know, maybe that's a walk for you, a walk in nature. Maybe it's calling a friend, a family, a loved one, somebody to talk to, to help you feel more grounded. Maybe it's journaling, right? Like it could be so many things and it's going to be individual to you. So whatever it is that you do to feel more grounded is a practice that you can do to be more patient. So when I realize I'm not being patient in my life and when I'm being impatient and when I'm rushing through life, it's a clear indicator for me that I need to work on my practices that make me feel more grounded. And then the anxiety will dissipate with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's pretty much what we wanted to share today. Um, If you guys want to stick around for a couple of minutes, we are going to, I'm going to lead us through a guided meditation. Um, But we just wanted to thank you so much for being here. If you were here for the first portion and you don't want to stay for the second or can't stay for the second, but you want to hang out for a couple of minutes, we're going to do that in just a moment. Yep. Thanks guys. Okay. So take a moment to get yourself into a comfortable seated lying, any type of position that is comfortable for you. And Just start by closing your eyes and maybe taking a second to roll out your shoulders if you're sitting. Just go up and back and down and just a little wiggle. Maybe shake out your arms, whatever it is that you need to do to shake out any of that residual energy that you're feeling. And now I'm going to invite you to start focusing inward and to start focusing on your breath. And as you focus on your breath, allowing the thoughts to come in, and as they come in, honoring them, but then allowing them to leave your mind and clearing your mind again to focus back on your breath. And as you breathe in, again, honoring whatever it is that comes to your mind. And as you exhale, letting go of it and clearing your mind focusing back on your breath. If you need to, audibly exhaling, maybe making effort to lengthen your breath, lengthening your inhales, lengthening your exhales. 
and just allowing for the thoughts to trickle away and come and go as they please. And when you feel you have found the place of quiet in your mind, noticing how your body feels, do you feel supported by the earth underneath you? Supported by every breath that your lungs take in? Supported from your mind as you recognize the power that you have to clear it? And honoring each and every breath that allows for you to let go further. As you come back into your body and you notice how you feel, hold on to this feeling as you reopen your eyes. Taking in your surroundings, maybe realizing if they look the same or different from when you closed your eyes. Honoring how you feel after clearing your mind and calming your mind. And just remind yourself of this feeling as you go through the rest of your day and the power that comes from clearing your mind and using your breath to do so. Thanks, guys. We love you.